friends. Welcome to another episode of That Sounds Fun. I'm your host, Annie F. Downs, and I'm really happy to be here with you today. We have got a great show for y'all today. The music you hear in the background is our new theme song for That Sounds Fun. I hope you love it as much as I do. We are singing it around the office all the time. <laughs> Before we jump into today's show, I want to share a little bit about one of our sponsors, Thrive Market. Thrive Market is an online membership-based market on a mission to make healthy living easy and affordable for everyone. I absolutely love Thrive Market for a lot of reasons, but one is that it is really doing it for me right now in the pantry staples. Hashtag food blogger alert, but I just don't always know when I'm going to be able to fit in a little baking session or need to roast some tomatoes. So having things like high quality organic olive oil and gluten-free flour for cookies I want to make available or and already in my pantry makes it so much easier to do what I want to do in the kitchen when the inspiration strikes. With Thrive Market, I have so many great options, and it's customizable based on either the type of diet you prefer. They have over 70 options, y'all, like keto or paleo, gluten-free, vegan, or you can shop according to the values that really matter to you, like sustainable sourcing or fair trade certification. Skip the stores and the lines and simplify your shopping, knowing you're going to get incredible affordable products and you're giving back. Through Thrive Gives, Thrive Market's one-for-one membership matching program, every paid membership sponsors a free one for a low-income family. I love that. It matters so much to me, and I bet it does to you, too. Join today, and you'll get a free gift of your choosing, you guys, up to $24 in value. That's T-H-R-I-V-E-Market.com slash That Sounds Fun to start your risk-free membership and get a free gift today. Enjoy guaranteed savings and member-only prices. Thrive Market members save an average of $32 on every order, y'all. Thrive Market is good for you and the planet. Orders of $49 or more are shipped for free and delivered with carbon-neutral shipping from their zero-waste warehouses. So again, head to thrivemarket.com slash that sounds fun. Today's show is so exciting and excellent, and I cannot wait for y'all to meet Jay and Allison DeMarcus. Now, Jay, you may already know from Rascal Flats. His wife, Allison, was also Miss Tennessee. She is amazing. And they have a new show on Netflix called DeMarcus Family Rules. It is, it's the reality show type that we all love, you guys. It is just the best. I really loved catching up with Jay and Allison and hear more of their story. And maybe for the first time ever on the podcast, I sang along with Jay, you guys. It's a special day. So enjoy this conversation with the stars of DeMarcus Family Rules, Jay and Allison DeMarcus. (laughs) Okay, for real, let's start there, y'all. First of all, what is it like that you've already spent 2020 in the same house the whole year, and then you had a show come out, and now you're doing all your interviews together, too? Next question. <laughs> no, it's uh, it's been uh, it's been challenging. 
honestly, but it is also, from my point of view, uh, I'm not sure how Allison feels, but, you know, I've spent most of my entire adult life, well, since I was 15 years old, I've been on the road in some capacity yeah. or another. So to be able to be home with um, some concentrated amounts of time, getting to be with my kids, has really been a wonderful thing for me. Now, I'm over it now, but uh-huh. um, it was it was wonderful there uh, when when everything started to happen in March. We had a wonderful summer together, and, you know, Little did we know when we filmed this show in October and December of last year, or through December of last year, that we were all going to be have to have to be locked down together uh, for real right. uh, in the coming months. So that took us a little bit by surprise. But you know what? We proved to ourselves that we can make it through anything and we can live through anything. Um, that's right. So I, I guess that's the that's the good that's come from it. At yeah. one point, we looked at each other and said, "If we can make it through this." I feel really good about our chances for the future. <laughs> and I think yeah. every married couple felt that way, just like all of our single friends were like, please, we've got to see somebody help us. You know, yes. everybody was in a desper- at a desperation point in some manner. That's right. I mean, I've so many of my friends who's, who travel for their job have been like, I've never been with my spouse this much ever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and most of my friends are like, I have got to have him go back to the office. <laughs> That's right. I'm like, tell me about it. At least he can go to an office, but no one's having a concert anytime soon. Joe's right. not leaving on the bus. Right. I do have an office to go to, actually, though. You do? That helps. Let's get over yes. there. I'm trying. I've got to do these interviews. <laughs> I, yeah, you're like, this is actually Annie's fault right yeah. now. <laughs> Jay, I was over at our mutual friend Dave Barnes's house this weekend. Oh, yeah. And and he said, well, you know how Jay, what the band Jay was originally in. And I need you to know that I've never sang on this podcast, but it's about to happen when I sing, I'm going to live like I'm leaving. <laughs> live like I'm leaving today. I mean, Dave and I sang the oh, whole song this weekend. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. Like I, heaven is in view. Listen, live man. like I'm leaving. <laughs> yeah. You are tapping into the best parts of my middle school and high school youth group oh, life. Oh my goodness, that's amazing. I had that CD. What what would it have been? 94? 93, 94, yeah, for that first one. That was a that was our first bona fide number one song because it was number one on both charts, which was Yeah. A milestone for East to West back then. Yes. I mean, my gosh, Jay. I couldn't believe it when Dave started singing. I was like, wait, hold on. The song is coming. It's bubbling up in my soul. Give me just a second. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> and Jay's still friends with Neil. And he, oh, before when people could travel, he yeah. would come yeah. anytime he was in Nashville working, he'd come hang out with us or Joe go get dinner. Anytime Jay's been to New York, he always goes and sees him. He's wonderful. That is so fun. I mean, that just, I mean, I already was such a huge fan of y'all, and that just, like, doubled oh, down because wow. I was like, well, now Jay DeMarcus has been in my life for 30 years. I just didn't even know. You had no <laughs> idea how blessed you'd been all this time. I didn't know how blessed I was yeah. that you were East to West. Somebody go tell 8th grade Annie she's going to get to talk to the guy from East to West. <laughs> she's not going to know what to do. 8th grade Annie. Isn't that a trip? Oh, man, I loved it. And did y'all, have you already talked to the Barnes about episode two of your show? No, we have not. No, but we went to, we've been there before. We've taped all of this. We went to a wedding there because we started pulling up and Jay was Got like, wait, I, when have I been here? Because we yeah. had some friends get married yeah. there. Isn't that so fun? I mean, we were dying. La- That's what brought the whole conversation up is they were like, yeah, you know that the second episode of the show is at the cabin. And I was like, oh my gosh, that is so, that was so fun to watch y'all. I watched the whole season already. I'm sorry that I binged it, Oh, but I loved you. it. Oh, thank you so much. Yes, is we it, we were 
in that mode of compromising as we're camping but glamping. And so my yeah. sister was like, this is where we need to go. And then when we pulled up, Jay was like, wait, we've been here. Of course, our friends who got married <laughs> yes, are divorced. But, know this you know, place. It's all good. Yeah, of course, that wedding didn't work out. But um. <laughs> but it was but beautiful. But your camping trip did. Sorry yeah. to spoil episode two, but the camping trip seemed to go great. It did. It didn't go exactly the way I wanted it to. Uh, but and in the end, we were all happy because uh, Allison came out of her comfort zone and slept outside, and I got to have the house to myself. I mean, I love, too, Annie, that I'm the one being called out. And I'm fine with being called out for not wanting to camp or sleep outside. I can mm-hmm. totally own that. But the fact that my sister and Jay were acting like they were somehow, like, straight out of REI, like— in wilderness camps their whole lives neither one of them had been camping i've been camping many times and i've i've got to reiterate i have trained with navy seals Uh, for for a movie annie he was yes i need to know that story that's one of the things i wrote down i need to know that story of how you trained with navy seals i i was in a film a few years back wonderful film called sergeant will gardner and I have as four. a part of Rascal Flats, or just as no. Jay is also an actor. This is Jay as an actor. Fancy. Okay. Uh, I do do other things besides play the bass in Rascal Flats, and mm-hmm. um, this was an opportunity for me to be in a really great film, and it's a war film. So uh, our military advisors were retired Navy SEALs, and they have since become some of my dearest friends. And so, you know, we had to train for like a week with them to learn how to, you know all the military movements and how to uh, assault in close quarters combat. So I learned a bunch of, um, well, let's just say that I basically went through bud school. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. And While they were in hair and makeup and like in a uh, cushy they, hotel, they were not on a base. I, I, I want to tell you this. They said that I was one of the best at learning quickly and adapting to the environment. And they, they paid me very high compliments for my, for my prowess in learning uh, military yeah. techniques. So uh, I feel qualified to go on a camping trip. <laughs> <laughs> and to save lives. I mean, I feel like if you do a little bit of saving, Navy SEAL training, saving that's lives. more than I'll ever do. Yeah, that's what he's doing all, yeah. every day, Annie. He's waking up and saving lives. And sa- just saving lives. Just like the Navy right. SEALs do. I've, okay, never, so I've also- never felt more like not a man than being around <laughs> these guys, though. I, I will oh. tell you that. It's, it's, I would imagine. As a side note, they're extraordinary human beings, and it really quickly let me know how deficient I was in my manhood <laughs> skills. And <laughs> even just their perseverance. Thought, but he definitely thought that he was going to be like this incredible camper. And now Jay acts like he went on all these camping trips, but it's really just that they had a crappy bus early on and they had no money. <laughs> and so it wasn't actual camping. You rough it. You're going to learn how to adapt and overcome. That's right. right. That's right. And still, crappy bus is still better than van or Jeep with a trailer. Or Well, uh, now, listen, <laughs> you need to tell little eighth grade Annie that I did travel in a van and a trailer with did East you? to West. So, Oh, I believe it. Yes. Did Down you just, were, when y'all were touring back with East to West, was it, was it churches you were doing or were you following a bigger tour? No, well, we did several big tours. We we opened yeah. for Al Denson, uh, our first tour, yeah. and that was something like 45 cities, and so he let us ride the bus with him, and then I had to play bass in his band, so after we opened up for 30 minutes, and I'd have to go backstage and change and go back out and do his whole show, oh, which was a really hard tour, and then we toured with For Him on the ride tour. We yeah. did uh, we did a bunch of dates with Point of 
Grace back in the day. And we did Carmen's tour. So we did all the festivals and all the youth conferences and all the uh, the churches. Any Anybody that would have us and, the, yeah. and pay us. <laughs> yeah, that's would, right. <laughs> we would go sing. And sometimes we didn't get paid. Right. Now but that to park the van. Andy go to all yeah. the Al Denson camps. Yeah. I did too. I yeah, we I grew up listening to and I went to that Will I you to be the one oh, to listen. answer to his call? You are blessing me right now. <laughs> you are so lucky I'm not singing along, Jay. It would really ruin this experience, but it is oh. in my heart. And point of grace. I I still love them. I you know, they had a girls' conference for Two two or three years that I was a part of, and I would sing along every every weekend. Yeah, they were. Uh, we were really close with them there for several years. They'd come up. AKA Jay dated her. Well, one of the girls. <laughs> really close. Uh, this is, this is good. Uh, awkward to talk about in front of my wife, but I did date <laughs> Shelly for about two and a half years. It's not two and a half years. Okay. I well, did. she she's wonderful too. I can understand it. Well. Yeah, we we came out at the same time, so we were always doing the same events together. So we yeah. became really good friends early on. All of us did. Forgive me for not knowing this, but what was the transition like between East to West into Rascal Flats? How did that happen? Well, you see, I uh, fornicated and got my girlfriend pregnant, and they kicked me out of the Christian music industry. So, uh, that'll, yeah, wow. That put, is a, put the kibosh on the old Christian career. <laughs> you had to have right. the poet's blouse from Seinfeld. Yeah, let's just say yeah. after Shelly and I broke up, I went through a rough time there. And, yeah, uh, she broke his heart. Yeah, she kind of did. But, uh, you know what? It was a blessing in disguise. I really felt that uh, it's all in my book called Shotgun Angels, which is <laughs> <Yeah>. available. <laughs> available on, for Jalen uh, now on Amazon. <laughs> That's right. But, uh, you know, I went through a really tough time there and I and I did make I made a whole lot of bad life decisions during that time. And and that happened to be one of them. And when my record label found out that I'd gotten a young lady pregnant, they pretty much the whole industry just like washed their hands of me. So that was it. Neil and I parted ways. I thought that I had wrecked everything I'd ever worked for. And then my buddy Michael English called me and said, man, I yeah. know what you're going through. I had a hard time myself there. And we became fast friends. And I started going out on the road with him, which yeah. was fun. We uh, we spent a lot of time together. And he, start, he started to slow down a little bit. And then my buddy that was playing drums for Shelly Wright said, hey, I don't know what you're doing, but we need a keyboard player if you want to go out with a country artist. And I loved country music. I grew up on yeah. it. I grew up on it. So... I ended like up playing vacation coming to Nashville and going to the Opry. Yeah. Oh, wow. My mom was country music queen of Ohio in 1969. She got a recording contract with Decca Records and opened for Loretta Lynn. And so um, the country music roots run deep in my, my family. But I uh, went out on the road with Shelly. And shortly after being there, I don't know why I'm giving you my life story, but no, shortly so after. Into it. Shortly after being there, she asked me to be her musical director. So. I hired a new band, and I kept the drummer since he got the gig for me. Felt like that would be the <laughs> right nice thing to do. <laughs> uh, and then I auditioned guitar players, and lo and behold, there's Jodon comes in to audition, and um, okay. he was fantastic. We became fast friends, and my cousin Gary had been coming down to Nashville singing when he ever when whenever he had a break, and I was like, "Man, you got to move here because if you don't, I think you're going to regret it because you've got an extraordinary yeah. voice." and he finally made the decision to move down, and the three of us started 
playing together for the fun of it and developed a following and you know thank god what i thought was going to be a, my life's biggest mistake and a tragedy he turned it around for for good and and i'll never be ungrateful for the the kindness and the grace that he showed me through that whole situation well, gosh, Jay, and then I think about how you've now started Red Street Records, which is a Christian music label. I mean, the yeah. the full circle of that. Yeah, you know, I never, even as bad as it got for me and as, as much as I felt like people were very, very judgmental, you know, I have this joke that you know, they're so worried about the toothpick in my eye, but they're swinging around a beam that's shooting out of their own eye, hitting everybody on yeah. top of the head with it. And that's one of the things that always bothered me about the industry. It's like we're all human beings. We're all screwed up, and we all need help. Thus, the fact that God sent his only son to die for you to give you the grace for the help that you need. So mm -hmm. Christians have this uncanny ability to kill their wounded instead of nursing them back to health. You better and, preach that, yep. And the part about it for me that's so important is the message of the hope that we find in a life through Christ is very real, and it's very valid, and I still believe in that, and that's why I started the label. I want to be a place where we are a home for Christian artists that carry the message of the hope we find in Jesus Christ mm -hmm. and also try to change the industry that we're in and some of the stigma that is attached to that because we're not called to be perfect people. We're called to be mm -hmm. forgiven, and mm -hmm. that's that's all there is to it. And sometimes we get so caught up in playing and being church that we don't understand that real people hurt and real people need help, and they need a lifeline, and they don't need to feel like they're too far gone that they can't be helped or they can't be saved or that there's no salvation for them because they've screwed up too badly. Sadly, I know too many people that have felt that way in their lifetime, yeah. and I believe in the message that our artists carry, and I want to be a, a, a part of helping them realize their vision and their calling. Hey, friends, just interrupting this conversation with Jay and Allison to tell you about our friends over at Jenny Kane. Now, listen, Jenny Kane's recipe for home and wardrobe is combining one part effortless style with two parts comfort. That is a recipe I know how to make every time. You add a dash of refined simplicity and you mix well and you can serve that year round. Now, listen, it is time to get those fall and cold weather staples in your closet so you're ready to go and they will get you through the season and honestly jenny kane gets you through every season but having comfortable cozy items is essential any time of the year but i love when it gets cold to be warm and cozy jenny kane has timeless neutrals and classic styles and they also design pieces for the california state of mind or national state of mind if you want wherever you are state of mind they got you they believe in helping you find your version of a daily uniform, right? Kind of capsule thinking. Some elevated pieces that make getting dressed the simplest part of your routine. The mules are beautiful. They're actually the shoe that started it all. They're so comfortable and so versatile. You look put together in like one hot second. Fisherman in Cocoon is from cashmere to cotton. They're these cozy sweaters for year-round wear, ultra soft and lightweight. In fact, that's what I have is I have the everyday crew neck in black. Now, my thing is every year I want a new black sweater. And so this one, the everyday crew neck in black, is absolutely gorgeous. It's light, but it's warm, if that makes any sense. Like, it's totally cozy, but it's not going to, like, make me sweat when I go from being outside into someone's house. You know what I mean? It's great for weekends or work days. It is one of my favorite new pieces for my closet. 
we can make getting dressed the easiest part of your routine. Just go to JennyKane.com and get 20% off your first order, you guys. That's no joke. 20% to zero if you use the code that sounds fun at checkout. That's J-E-N-N-I-K-A-Y-N-E.com, promo code that sounds fun. And now back to the show. Man, I just think there are so many people listening who have made a mistake in some area of their life and they think, because I made that mistake, I'll never be able to go back to that, you know, or because I made these decisions, I'll never be able to go back to that. And you're like, actually, not only can you go back, but you can go back and take over (laughs) show them how to do it. it, it Take over and overcome. And that's what I keep telling Allison, who's been in and and out of rehab a bunch. She... you know, hang in there Allison, because it gets your better. Whole life. I mean, it gets better. It does get better. Annie, we have plenty of friends who have been. I'm Sister. fortunately not one of them, but it's just fine if I had been, but I have not. I've got plenty of other issues, though. Don't you worry. Hang in there, baby. It gets better. Y'all Thanks. Thanks, Jay. So uplifting. Well. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I mean, I just, I'm so moved by that story, and I just think there, there's such such a good gospel truth for people and that they, I mean, they know you for your music, Allison. They know you for Miss, you Miss Tennessee and Miss you. Let's tell me all the titles. Tell me all the crowns. Cause they're all Miss, Tennessee, right? Miss Tennessee, America, Miss yes. Tennessee, USA and mm-hmm. Miss teen Tennessee. It's Miss Tennessee teen USA. Oh, Miss Tennessee teen USA. He forgot to read my sashes this morning, I guess. Before <laughs> oh, Lord. Every day uh-huh. before you leave, you're supposed to read the sashes. Uh-huh. They're like yellowed and <laughs> and went yeah. from a white to a deep cream, a yellowish cream now. <laughs> <laughs> but it just is amazing. I mean, Allison, talk a little bit. You know, from your point of view of you've also chosen, y'all both chosen public lives to some degree. And your faith life is in front of people because of that. And what does that look like for you as you're going into the show even? We're, we're still praying for her. She hasn't really given her life to Christ yet. So, oh, uh, mercy. You're and, a pastor and a musician and a stand-up comedian. Who can deal with all Annie, the Annie, join me in believing that she'll find her way there someday. <laughs> Thank you, Jerry. You're welcome. Oh, Thank Lord. you. I, I mean, my life has not been that public. I mean, I, I enjoy being on the other side of pageantry because I think it gets stereotyped far too often because I think that there are a lot of really good people and it instills leadership and communication skills that young women need in order to be able to find their way and establish themselves in this crazy world that we all live in. And obviously the parts of my life that have been public have been being Jay's wife and it looks exciting, you know, to show up to an award show and you spend all day getting ready and have your picture made and that's what everybody sees. But the real life Mm -hmm. is you're a mom and a wife and you own a home that breaks down all the time and, you know, just all the crazy things that happen to everybody in life. Yeah, and it, I mean, what made this the right next move to do a show? Because as I watched it, again, loved it. As I watched Thanks. it, y'all really let people see, like, inside your house and inside your family and inside your relationship. Why are you okay with that much uh, well, that no. much intrusion? Now, Annie, Jay does not watch reality television. It's just not his thing. I mean, he watches the Golf Channel and the History Channel and mm-hmm. the NFL Network. And I None do. None wrong with it. <laughs> and... <laughs> And I do watch a bunch of reality television, and I feel like if you aren't going to be open, then there's no reason to do it. 
Yeah, that's right. Because we sniff out the ones that aren't telling the truth. Yes. I mean, you have watched plenty of shows just like I have over the years. It's like, oh, this is terrible. So we are dear friends with Todd and Julie Chrisley from Chrisley Knows Best. And we have a true, genuine, authentic friendship with them. So over the years, as we've been doing things with them, we are a part of each other's lives. And we're on several episodes. And it was fun. And only when Todd brought the idea to us and presented it to us, were we open to it because he truly has a family show. People love and worship the Chrisleys because they are authentic and real with each other. They expose things about them, their lives that shows that they're real people. And that's Mm -hmm. why I think people love them. That resonates, but they still have a, a really huge love for each other. And I think that shines through. So that's why we were okay with it. Yeah, that makes sense. You'd kind of seen it up close. Yes, and our kids had had a good yeah. time being on their show. I mean, Dylan was, like, calculating up how many episodes he'd been on, and did I think Mr. Todd was going to let him come back on his show? When was he going to use him again? Like, like that, he was a character that, like, needed to be written back into the script. Recurring role. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Based on my experience with Matt, Madeline and Dylan, it doesn't surprise me at all that Dylan wanted to do that. He seems like... A trip, that guy. He's a handful. He's a challenge. <laughs> it is a true challenge and a great joy to be his mother. Um, everything that I adored and thought was so charming in Jay when we were dating and first married, to raise all of those things in the form of a small child and having to discipline mm-hmm. him is quite challenging. I mean, he wants to entertain <laughs> his class, so he's he's a great kid in trouble all the time. But I'm, and I an always awesome say to his kid. teachers, I'm like, he does love to entertain. It's just kind of in his DNA. Yeah. We'll talk about those times that are appropriate to be entertaining to his friends to make him laugh. So he comes by it honestly. Yeah, they both seem awesome. What oh, do y'all thanks. tell me? Thank what you. y'all know about? you know, God that you didn't know before you were parents. That he has a sense of humor. (laughs) Really? (laughs) He has a big, big sense of humor because everything that I thought was funny and cute and things that I thought I had gotten away with has all come back full circle to (laughs) haunt haunt the crap out of me. Uh, He definitely, God definitely has a sense of humor. There is no doubt about it. And yeah. he he really shows you very vividly that while you're you know 16 to 24 and you think your parents are so dumb, um, then at one point you wake up like 25 or beyond and you think, God, my parents were not dumb. They they did know yeah. everything right. It's yeah. it's glaringly obvious for and sure. And I should have listened more. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, what was I doing? <laughs> right, right. Jay, does it feel strange? Or I won't I won't put that word on you. Pastor, you say whatever you want to say. Pastor, I love it. I love that you call me a pastor. He's got his license online during this podcast. Yeah, he really did. I (laughs) brought it. I do. I am a licensed minister. Yes, from some like online website. Jay, it doesn't matter. I still took the test and I passed it. (laughs) Did you have to do it for a wedding or something? I did. I had some friends that had asked me to. marry them which didn't turn out to happen but i went online and took the the ministerial uh i believe that's what they call it uh the test and they sent me in a i'm i've got a i'm a card carrying minister don't think he did not take that with him everywhere i still have it in his wallet i still do show people gary and jodon were very impressed as you would imagine (laughs) just call me reverend jay right sure sure we will 
We'll refer to you as that only. Yeah. But when you think, I mean, because one of the things I know from our friends here in town that are re- in country music and really well known is they love the parts of their life that are private. But when when you make a reality show, you kind of go from being Jay and Rascal Flats that we see on stage and can follow on Instagram to now we can see you in your house and in your room. And yeah. and did you, are it, I mean, I know you're fine with it because it happened, but what, what did that stir up in you? And what is that, why was that the right thing for you too? Well, I think that it was the right thing for me because I needed something to do after we retired. Uh, we, we, we were going to be off the road. So, uh, I I can't sit around and do and do nothing. And once I really started to see and hear it from Todd's perspective about how he really felt like people would relate to our lives and see them themselves in, in our family and that we, we could be an encouragement to them and give them something to laugh at and laugh at themselves at the same time. I really started to be okay with the prospect of putting our lives out there. And, And here's the other thing. If we were going to do it, I was going to be all in or not at all. I didn't want to. I didn't want to halfway do anything. So, sure. it was important for me to once we signed up for it to go. All right. So if I'm going to do this, then I want them to see everything. I want them to see all the sides, and it's been fun for me. This I don't want this to come off in a bad way, but uh, for so many years, people have known me have known me as the bass player in Rascal Flats, and there's so many yeah. other things that I love, and so many other things that I do that I that I still want to do that. You know, being in this environment and creating this this type of art was a fun new challenge for me. I really, really enjoyed it. And I'm glad people get to see more of me than just the hour and a half on stage. Yeah, I I fully agree with that. That's one of the things I loved is I thought, well, yeah, Allison, I know you better through our friends, but I feel like I've known y'all from a distance being Nashville people. But getting to watch your actual lives, I was like, oh, these are like my people. Like, these are, we would have a very good time. And Well, and we so, love Jesus, but we cuss a little bit. They, listen, I do need to warn the people, y'all cuss a little. We you do. You do cuss a little we do. My mother is so worried she's going to get kicked out of her Sunday school class at First Baptist. Oh, my gosh. Because now Still in Jackson, Jesus Tennessee, not language. in Nashville. Well, yes. I texted my pastor. He said, I'm getting ready to sit down and watch the show. And I said, oh, Lord, please be warned that if you're going to watch it with your family we do cuss a little bit and he said buddy i'm a pastor and i cuss a lot (laughs) (laughs) i said well at least it makes me feel better yes for some reason my closed captions were on when i was watching last night and i couldn't figure out the buttons to make it go off (laughs) and then i was like fine i'll just watch it as it is but they don't put the cuss words in the closed captioning just so y'all know they don't that's amazing i'll tell my mother that so she can tell everybody at her sunday school class yeah, just tell our Sunday school class to mute it and just to do it on closed so caption just for the hearing impaired. That's the only way they can stream it. Yeah, that's but a, you know, such I also really appreciated. I really appreciated that y'all did leave in who you really are, because that is so human and so normal. What parts did you? Were there parts of you that you went like? We can't show this. And then as they started editing, you were like, "Okay, we'll be okay with this." Was there some extra vulnerability at any point? Yeah, I think there are definitely things that we didn't know how they were going to cut or edit. You never know yeah. that, and they didn't let us see it until the day before it came out. So we had you're lying. No, we had no, zero we had no idea. zero input on any of the thing that things that they did in the editing bay. So we were very pleased with what they ended up showing. Now, 
there were some things that were filmed that we didn't know about and we're seeing for the first time. So, um, you know, some of the things are like, whoa, all right, okay. So, uh, yeah, yeah that we, we're going to go with that. Okay. So yeah. uh, <laughs> there were there were just um, various things like that, that that were surprises. And overall, I'm extremely happy with what they put out, and I feel like they captured the heart of who we are as a family. And I, I think it's a an easy-to-watch, family-friendly show that will allow people to see a little of themselves and, and watch our crazy family and hopefully help them laugh at themselves while they're laughing at us, you know? Oh, I, true. I laughed really hard. I came into work this morning, and I was like, Kelly, the, the DeMarcus has got, like, three, I have to, like, Take my take a breath. I'm laughing so hard moments for me in <laughs> six episodes. That's pretty high level for oh, any show. I you. mean, three real good laughs. Y'all are killing me. That's so sweet. Hey, friends, just interrupting real quick to tell you about our friends over at Grove Collaborative. Now, listen, running the store can be pretty stressful, especially lately. And there's nothing worse than forgetting something on your list and needing to make multiple trips. Shopping from home for essentials should be easy and convenient. That's where Grove Collaborative comes in. Grove is the online marketplace that delivers healthy home, beauty, and personal care products directly to you. They take the guesswork out of going green. Every Grove.co product is guaranteed to be good for you, your family, your home, and the planet, which I think really matters. We got a great box of products from Grove.co here at the Downs Books offices, and we absolutely use them up and we love them. We just think having healthy, good for you products around office and at home makes for an all around better life. With Grove, you don't have to shop like multiple stores or search endlessly online to get all the natural goods you need for your family and your coworkers and yourself. Over 2 million households trust Grove Collaborative to make their homes happier and healthier. And shipping is fast and free on your first order. For a limited time, when my friends go to grove.co slash sounds fun, you get a free cleaning gift set plus free shipping with your first order. That's no joke, people. So go to grove.co slash sounds fun to get this exclusive offer. That's grove.co slash sounds fun. Allison, I wrote down one quote, and uh, when I watched all the episodes, I wrote down one quote that I would love for you to speak to, because right before, I mean, right before you started recording, is that when your dad passed away? No, it was actually um, Thanksgiving 2016, so Thanksgiving 2017 was obviously very difficult for us, and so we just went to the beach, and then Thanksgiving 2018 we went to New York and I wow. had spent all 39 of my Thanksgivings at my grandmother's house. 29, was, 29. Oh yeah. Thank you. <laughs> I always got my back. Um, he owes you that one after the rehab. One. Right. Exactly. And so many others that we haven't even delved into yet. And so I'd always been at my grandmother's house. I mean, my kids were growing up going to my grandmother's house. She also passed yeah. away in 2016. And so oh, wow. just all of the change that had happened, we just weren't really ready to face it. So this was the first time that we were actually going to be together as a family in one place and sit down at one table again in a more traditional Thanksgiving setting, which mm-hmm. we always knew that we needed to do. But Really, we're trying to run away from that since we lost him at Thanksgiving. I'm not that it's yeah. the first time's always difficult, no matter what the holiday is. 
But at the same time, you know, that was just really, really going to be a big thing for us since we'd had so much tradition in my life. Yeah. Before I even get to the quote, I'd love for you to talk about that for a second, because there are so many of our friends who are walking toward this holiday season and it will be the first. Yeah. It will be the first time they're divorced or the first time that they don't have their children coming home or the first time that they've lost someone that they loved. What, when you look back on that, what are some things that you would have said to yourself that you could say to our friends listening about the, the first holiday season where things are so different? You know, it was so hard for me because we lost him at Thanksgiving. I was just almost walking through the motions that first year. And yeah. so the next year was, I think, in some ways even harder for me because I was an emotional wreck and for the rest of 2016, obviously. But then the next year was really when it hit me because I went mm-hmm. into the fall knowing these were the final things that I did with my dad. I remember yeah. him going to our kids' library legends at school. I remember when he yeah. came to this. And the fall for me is Maddie's just birthday always party. really, really hard. And the last family gathering was at her birthday party. And so I really had to push myself the following year to even do any type of celebration for her, which was would mm-hmm. not have been fair to her. And no eight-year-old is going to be like, oh, well, that's fine. I understand. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's her birthday, you know? Yeah. So not that she cares what the party is like and I'm the one who makes it elaborate but you know I mean she's going to want to eat a cookie cake you know right Uh, and 2018 was really tough too we um, but we all went to New York together for the Thanksgiving holiday and uh, Allie seemed to bounce back quite well when she got inside Saks so (laughs) I think it helped her deal with a lot of the emotion going on uh, it's just all about placing yourself in the in the right position in the right place at the right time Jay and you know retail therapy takes over seemed seemed to the more money was spent the happier she got (laughs) sure sure retail therapy works in a lot of ways we know that but I think that the thing is is to put yourself back through those motions when you're ready and through the exercise because I'm glad that We did return to a quote-unquote traditional Thanksgiving, even though we were having to establish new traditions, because I want my kids to have traditions. Even though she did it kicking and screaming? Yeah, I mean, I did a little bit, but that's okay. You don't have to like it. It was all on me. I did it. I brought That's the right. family you, back you together. That turkey. Thank you, Jay. I brought the family back together. Yes, we yeah. owe it Allison, all to that you. Was the, that was what I wrote down is I think it's your sister who said, we have old traditions paired with new traditions and we are stronger for it. Oh, that was sweet. So I, I found. I don't have to tell Amy she said that. It was um, very sweet. Well, that's kind of hard to believe that came from her. Oh, stop. Amy is like so emotional and sweet and thoughtful. Um, but but it, it it's hard and... I'm glad that we took those few years because we weren't ready. And I think that it's yeah. important for people to do it in their time. But also, it's okay if your loved ones are nudging you in the direction, too, eventually, yeah. as long as it's not too soon. Yeah. Yeah, I thought I thought when I was watching this week, I thought, man, this will be so helpful for families who are experiencing that to watch y'all do it first. Well, that's sweet. I mean, it's it's really hard. And it's really hard, I think, when you lose someone because people are trying to be kind and comforting and when they say it'll get better with time well uh, of course I'm not uh, 
hot mess every single day, but there's not a day that goes by that I don't miss my dad or I don't think of sure. something I wish that I could ask him or wish that he could hear my kids say something funny or share a story mm-hmm. with him. So for me, it it really, it yes, while it does get better, I, I, I don't mean to be bleak about it, but but he's still with me all the time. And I think yeah. that's okay for people to feel that way too. I don't think mm-hmm. you just have to say, it's going to get better. It's okay. And just jump up and move on. Right. And it's hard when you're a mom of young kids, I think, because I did have to basically put on an act in front of them because I didn't want to just lay down on the floor and cry every day in front mm-hmm. of my children. Mm-hmm. Now, that yeah. was fine if I did that in front of Jay after they went to bed. But that's really hard to to gut it out for your kids. But, you know, everybody does it. And it's not that I, I talked through emotions, but they were really young and mm-hmm. so every day I didn't want to be like, well, I miss, I miss my daddy, you know, yeah, but I, yeah. we still talk about him and try and be positive and think of fun memories so that we still keep his spirit alive with us yeah. without it being devastating and melancholy. Sure. And man, both of y'all's mamas are, seem like the most fun as well. <laughs> Parenting parents is not for the yeah. weak at heart, Annie. We're in this sandwich generation where we have young yes. kids, aging parents, and and it is you got to be men and women of steel. That's for sure. They're precious, though. Both of them are, and they've got the same hair. Yeah, do they have the exact same hair? Yeah. Oh, well, they both have snow white hair. It's not gray. I mean, it's yeah. white snow white. white. My mom went through breast cancer, and she had stage three and was about to lose all of her hair and everything. And I started looking for wigs and that sort of thing. No one makes snow white wigs because I kept telling all these people. I mean, I was calling everywhere, Los Angeles, New York, London, all these places. I'm like, no, it needs to be white. You don't understand. So uh, that was, that was a big deal, but people have always loved that both of our moms do have the same hair color. It's hilarious because yeah, it's, really it funny. is unique and it I can is. always find her in a crowd. Yeah. Yeah. But I would imagine I, she just seems both your sister and your mom. I mean, the, the fun thing is on the show, everybody y'all, y'all let be a part of this seem like, well, even as a one-off, they're a pretty good time. Even without <laughs> the big group, they're pretty fun. <laughs> Well, they are really characters in our lives, um, not just for casting for a show, but yeah. but literally in our everyday lives. And they literally live with us. <laughs> Do they? Are they living with y'all now? No. Uh, I mean, they, most no, of the time they're most. here is what I mean. They yeah. Do not. My mom has a house here in Nashville. A mile away. <laughs> Nobody one needs mile. to get caught one in traffic. Mile away. One what if mile I need to run away. over and help her do something? Because my mother will get on a ladder, Annie, and I have to go over there because I know that she's going right. to do something crazy if I don't go over there right then. I mean, Jay was in the um, drive-through line at Walgreens one day picking up a prescription. I called him. I was like, "You have to drive to BMW right now." My mother's trying to purchase a car. She's never <gasps> bought a car, and she just asked if she could put it on a credit card. There's oh no my god. What they are going to sell her. Pull out of the line. We'll pick that up later. Go right. now. Because, you know, they get to this age and they're going to do what they're going to do. And her sister yeah. lives a mile and a half away. And what's a mile and a half away? Her sister. Oh, that's how close y'all all are. Oh, yeah. I mean, were y'all all in the same house during quarantine and during stay at home? No. Did everybody just pile into one place? No. no we were no. all. We were all. <laughs> are like, no. We would have killed we, each other. I mean, we love them, but, I mean, we got to draw the line somewhere. <laughs> that's right. Just like everybody else's house. The walls got real close and everything that's started right. drawing in. 
That's exactly right. So these six episodes are out now. What happens next? Is there, do you want to keep doing this? Or is this like, we're glad we did it and it's done and now we just need to figure out the rest of 2020 or what happens? I think that, you know, we would love the, the chance to do another season to tell more of our story. We certainly have only scratched the surface, but... Um, we got plenty more crazy is what that means, translation. <laughs> we, do, we do. But, you know, um, for right now, we're just encouraging people to make sure you watch the episodes all the way through because that's how it counts for us. And there are no Nielsen ratings. So what they depend on is word of mouth. So if you've watched it and enjoy it, please tell your friends about it. Let, let everybody know. Wait, you have to watch it. I mean, I did watch them all, but you have to like go to the end of the credits and that's how it gets counted? Yeah, you just have to watch all six episodes. You can't just watch two or but three. It doesn't have to be in Got one it. sitting. You have to make it through all of them. You got to binge. Yeah. They, they're looking. You for can bingers. binge them however you want. You yes. can binge them however exactly. you please. Yeah, yes. sure. Yeah, because all because to me the number six was the one that was as emotionally uh, raw as any of them. Where I thought, oh man, they've they've spent they've done such a beautiful story arc here that I've fallen in love with this family, Aww. and now I'm seeing them in pain. Oh, thanks. And so I thought that was, yeah, I thought Thank that was you. really beautifully done. Jay, what about music? Can you give us your first musician that's been on this month? What's the update on what's going to happen with music around the world? And are we going to see concerts again? You know, I wish I could tell you. I, I, I wish I had a crystal ball. I, it's so frustrating for somebody who's lived his whole life being able to go out and play music. And I never dreamed I'd be in this situation. Uh, we right. have... I've been working in the studio pretty diligently with some of my artists on Red Street and the Flats and yeah. I are working on some some things that we're excited about. But as far as going back out and doing live shows, there's no timeline for that because venues don't have a timeline for when they're going mm. to reopen. And once they do reopen, it's really hard to know what the social distancing measures are going to look like. So right. it's still such a moving target that we're all just in the wait and see mode. Yeah. I know one thing for sure. This isn't the way that the flats wanted to go out. And I think all three of us, while we're working on other projects and pursuing other things, I think at the heart of who we are, we don't want to go out this way. And we feel like our fans at least deserve a, a farewell of some sort. So, you know, I'm sure, pretty certain that we'll find a way to get that done sometime in the future. We just don't know when or how or mm -hmm. what that will look like yet. And I've been um, teasing with yes. uh, Gary and Jodon's wives that they're never going to want to retire after spending this much time with all of us. They're going <laughs> to want to get back out on the road, so maybe they'll rethink that whole farewell gig. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Jay, who should we be listening to on Red Street? Tell us some of the artists that we should know. Hey, uh, we got a we got a great young man right now. His name is Cade Thompson, and he's got a second single out, and it is tearing up the charts and has gotten some, such great placement on Spotify and Pandora. This kid is a remarkable human being. His name is Cade Thompson. Uh, you need to check okay. him out. He's going to do great things. And I'm working on a new Jason Crab record right now. And I just, oh, he's one of the. Man, that last one you did. Oh, thanks. The Unexpected album. Thanks. Get out of here. Yeah, that he's was. He's so ooh, talented. He is. We won a Grammy with that record. I'm really proud of that record. So. It is really good. And Jason's just as nice as he is talented. That's, uh, uh, he always leaves. That always like, makes me mad. Look at when Jay. I'm both? like, is he for real? Like, is he a real person? Yeah, he's one of the one of the best singers I've ever had the privilege to work with, and I'm really excited about the record where we've been doing on him. Okay, good. That'll be fun. Okay, and Allison, I got to ask you as well before we go, I got to ask you about the Miss Volunteer America pageant. 
Oh, that's so sweet. Next year, hopefully, God willing, and COVID moving out of everyone's way, um, yeah. we'll have the first national pageant in September, September 1st through the 4th, 2021. And so I'm excited and just hope that everybody for way more important things than this, but for everyone's sake that we can move through this and people can gather and people can go back to work. We have so many friends, like I'm sure you guys do too, yep. in town who rely on people showing up and getting to do shows. And it's really, mm. really sad. And I hate seeing this city suffer like this. There's so many people who've lost their jobs and it's so sad. Gosh, did y'all see that article last week about how many venues could close in town? <sighs> oh, yeah. It, it's oh, horrible. It's, it's heartbreaking, but it's, you know, unfortunately it's happening all over the country. Yeah. It is heartbreaking. Um, Allison, I think I did not know you could just make a new pageant. That's just a thing. You can just make a pageant. Well, I mean, <laughs> you can if you're Allison DeMarcus. That's what you can do. Jay was really excited about it. It's, it's <laughs> one of the more one of the more fun things I've ever done in my life. <laughs> and he just Jay, helped birth a brand new pageant. Jay is so excited. He loves talking about pageants with me. <laughs> no, but you know, I I feel like as if your morals and values don't line up with something, then and you still sure. want an opportunity for so, for an experience and an opportunity to exist for young women, because I feel like if I hadn't gone through those experiences that I had through and learned the things that I did through competing in pageants, that I wouldn't have been able to do the things that I have enjoyed doing in my life. Yeah. And so I want to provide that opportunity. And there are a lot of good people who are excited and also looking for something new. And I think that there are ways that we can shift and move the industry to be attractive to young women and this Generation Z that's out there right now and make it exciting for them without apologizing for who we are and what we can provide young women. She's just pissed yeah. that Miss America did away with the uh, swimsuit No, com I am not. That is not <laughs> That's it. exactly That's what it was. Nothing to do with it. I do think that young women should learn nutrition, how sure. to work out what is appropriate help. They need help weeding through all the information out there. Are you supposed to yeah. have gluten or you're not supposed to have gluten? Or are you supposed to have white flour? You're not. I mean, just on mm. and on and on. Do you do keto? Do you not? And I think that those life skills that I learned when I competed 20 years ago are the same life skills that I implement if I'm not eating Ben and Jerry's milk and cookies right. and oh, binge listen. watching trash television. That's why the slogan <laughs> for Miss America Volunteer is bring back swimsuit. That is so not <laughs> it. Is it is fitness and launch, wellness. That's Annie. been the launch pad. Fitness and wellness, my bring friend. Back. Fitness and wellness. They both really will look great on t-shirts. <laughs> either, either slogan, really. Bring back the bikini. Bring back the bikini. Miss Volunteer America. <laughs> Miss Volunteer America. I mean, Jay, you can at least wear that shirt around. That won't be creepy at all. No, no not at all. It wouldn't be creepy at all. <laughs> yeah, because no. that's exactly what he needs to be doing. Yeah. So he can get on some registered offender list. Yeah, that's town. right. That's awesome. right. Appreciate um, that. Okay, y'all, we well, I do have one more question, but is there anything we didn't talk about that you want to make sure we cover? I've got a 67 Cutlass for sale. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like for people to know it's on <laughs> eBay Motors. Please bid freely. Sure, sure. Oh, Annie, don't, good. Don't Noted. Open Pandora's box. Okay, you just keep us That's online right. and on track. I, know. I just enjoy this. So, I mean, we would we would be a mess if we were all in the same room. It's probably better that we just did it this way because we just would never stop oh, acting a fool. Sure. I'm sure of it mm -hmm. for sure.
Okay, so the last question we always ask, because the show is called That Sounds Fun, tell me what y'all do for fun. <laughs> it's hitting the hardest one, you guys. That is, that stumped me. Uh, what I do for fun is I uh, I golf. Yeah. I love to golf. And it, I've had plenty of time to work on my game, and it seems to have gotten worse. <laughs> <laughs> Usually, What's the best course you've ever played, Jay? Oh, best course here in, in Tennessee is the Golf Club of Tennessee, no doubt about it. Oh, okay. In Kingston right. Springs. Golf Club of Tennessee. That's good Now, for when it's not know. COVID times, we do like to go to the Family Fun Center in Franklin, and we bowl and we play at the arcade with the kids. It is their favorite thing to do. And, and let me just tell you, at the arcade where you get tickets, if you spend $583, you can get an eraser. <laughs> <laughs> as one of the gifts it's and great such a great a, deal and a strawberry airhead yeah. that's right that's yeah. right. one oh, and it's one of those erasers that doesn't actually erase anything it just no. sits on the top of your pencil oh no because why would it work yeah. for that cheap of why a would price it work for that amount of money <laughs> yeah, so we do that or right. these days we hang out by the pool and jay watches television and we hang out and the kids and i get in the pool i've sometimes. watched red yeah. dawn 67 times in the last yeah. four months <laughs> Now listen, Jay, here's a show I think you might like. Have you watched Hell on Wheels? No, I have not. I've heard great oh. things I've heard great things about it though. You know what I've been making my way through is Yellowstone. And I've yes. yeah, I finally wrapped yes. that up. Some of Kevin Costner's finest work. But I have watched it's, I've watched Red Dawn sixty seven times because I felt like the world is coming to an end. That's right. <laughs> I wanted to be prepared for it. The sky literally yes mm, Friday maybe looked like the set of Independence Day. It was so scary yes. with all the storms. It was yes. ridiculous. It, it came in so fast and so dark. I know. That's what I told I you. I we, said, have a, we have a lot of windows at the office, and we're all kind of standing in the window like, uh. And then, of course, Kelly, my boss, Kelly's like, we're all going to go home now. And we're like, okay, we're <laughs> all going home. <laughs> Good. I'm Good glad you got you. home. It was, it was pretty scary. I mean, it's crazy. Yeah. Hell on wheels. Real. I'll check that out. Yes. It's all about the building of the railroad. So it kind of is a little oh, yeah. Yellowstone-ish because it gets out west. But, yeah. yeah, I really liked it. It's a I, little gory. I love stuff like that. I'm all about oh, it. Oh, man. Yeah, I really liked it. Um, Y'all, thanks for doing this today. And thanks for the show. The oh, Marcus Family you. Rules is very, very fun. I'm so grateful that y'all let us into your world like that. Thanks, Annie. We appreciate it so much. Friends, don't you love Jay and Allison? Listen, I could have talked to them for another hour. They are so fun. Luckily, there are a bunch of episodes of their show, DeMarcus Family Rules, waiting for you over on Netflix. You guys, I watched them all, and I loved them. I really did. I think you will, too. Hey, make sure you go follow Jay DeMarcus and Allison DeMarcus. Tell them thank you so much for being on the show. You cannot know, especially in current times, with the way people get treated online, when you say something kind, it goes a really long way. And that's why I ask you at the end of every show to say something kind to our guests because it really matters. So if you get a chance to tell Jay and Allison, thanks for being on the show and what it meant to you to hear from them today, I think that would mean a lot. So do that and check out DeMarcus Family Rules. If you need anything else from me, you know I'm embarrassingly easy to find. Annie F. Downs on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all the places you may need me. That is how you can find me. And I think that's it for today, friends. So go out or stay home and do something that sounds fun to you, like watching DeMarcus Family Rules on Netflix. And we'll see you back here on Thursday. Y'all have a great week.